0: and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 Podcast, a weekly program we produce throughout the academic year in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. In this 19th edition of season number five, we'll talk to four very distinguished Scots, a pair of Mammoth psychology seniors will discuss their recent research. And the voice of Fighting Scots Athletics, Nathan Boliva, will introduce us to two new members of the Fighting Scots coaching staff, both of whom are familiar names to the Mammoth College family. At the conclusion of the last semester... Students in the psychology senior research class presented their findings to the Monmouth community. The event is one of the academic highlights of the semester as it puts a spotlight on one of the college's stellar academic programs. Seniors Kendall Burt and Cammie Graham were among the baker's dozen of psychology seniors who presented their research at last semester's event. Kendall studied art making and anxiety in undergraduate college students. Kami explored the effects of relaxation techniques on test anxiety and test performance. Kendall Burt is from Freeport, Illinois. In addition to majoring in psychology, she's also an art minor and she's a campus leader holding leadership positions in her sorority, Kappa Kappa Gamma. And she's a member of Psi Chi Honor Society, Blue Key and the Order of Omega. Kendall's research found that when a person makes art, any kind of art really, it has the potential to reduce anxiety in that individual.
1: Honestly, the coolest thing, I was very excited when I saw the mean anxiety with the art making group significantly lowered versus the non-art-making group, which stayed the same. And so it showed that art, that coloring for only 30 minutes decreased anxiety in your state condition. And I think that's amazing because only 30 minutes, that's not a long time. And for that to lower anxiety I think is a huge thing, especially for the college. I think professors should take this research into consideration because they want their I'm professors want their students not to be stressed and anxious and I think if they were to implement just 30 minutes of art making into their class or just like coloring or just taking a break coloring doodling it doesn't have to be coloring mandalas but I think it would be huge it would help decrease the whole college's student stress levels and anxiety so I was inspired by San Mir's experiment in 2016 they Um, exhibited four different art conditions. It was clay, modeling, free-form painting, and then mandala drawings, and then just a control condition. And they found that after 30 minutes of each session, like whether you were painting or drawing or doing ceramics, your anxiety lowered. So honestly, any type of art form really could... Kendall
0: also discovered that the seemingly simple activity of coloring can help a person of any age relax and turn down their stress levels.
1: The more complex um, each drawing or coloring is, can help you focus in and um, focus your mind and kind of soothe your mind. Because if you have a busy, busy thoughts, busy brain, and um, it's just nice to slow down and just be in the present moment.
0: Kami Graham is a psychology senior with a double minor in Spanish and sociology. She's a member of the women's soccer team, and she's from Plainfield, Illinois. Impressively, Cammie only needed three and a half years to complete her Mammoth College coursework. Cammie says she came up with her research idea about reducing test anxiety as a way to increase test performance through both personal experiences and Google.
2: I just kind of Googled ideas and... Um, uh, being a student, I've experienced a lot of test anxiety and things, and I've noticed an impact on my academics and was wondering how to lower that, and I stumbled upon relaxation techniques and just kind of dove into it.
0: Cami says that what she learned by doing her research in many ways was more important than what she discovered from her research.
2: In previous research, um, relaxation techniques have been proven to um, enhanced performance, lower test anxiety and things. However, my data was insignificant, and I think that was definitely due to my research design. So. I um, administered exam that was only for extra credit. So I think that didn't elicit enough test anxiety for students to really be super anxious about the results. They're all like, oh, well, if I don't get extra credit, oh, well, so maybe they weren't stressed out enough to have it play an impact. But the um, relaxation technique was able to lower um, test anxiety, which was exciting, but just had no effect on test performance.
0: You're listening to the 1853 podcast, of Monmouth College, I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the college's Office of Communications and Marketing. We're visiting with a couple of Monmouth's outstanding psychology seniors. And the big reason Monmouth has a great psychology program is because of great psychology professors here at the college. As Cammie Graham points out, Mama's psychology professors work very closely with the college's students.
2: Loved all my professors. I got particularly close with um, Dr. Leeson here, who was actually coincidentally my mentor for my senior research. She was able to uh, teach me a lot and somebody I definitely looked up to. Oh yeah, um, one of her strong suits is definitely research. And she also works with um, children and is interested in children's development and things. So that was, um, like we were able to click upon that and really help me with my research
0: and kendall says that the psychology as well as the art faculty at monmouth are pretty extraordinary
1: i love the psychology department here uh, dr sydney greenwald is one of my favorite professors here she is my mentor for this research project she helped me see my potential just within this research and gathering everything, and I am so extremely thankful that she was able to come here last year. She's really just opened my eyes to different things within psychology, and she believes in me, and that's what you need And as a as a person and as a college student. So you need, you need that push. You need people to believe in you and to to help you achieve your goals. And I'm I'm extremely thankful for uh, Dr. Carolyn Leeson as well. She's great with statistics and she has helped me understand those statistics and what they look like and what they mean and how to run them. And then Dr. Joan Wertz is my advisor here and she's amazing. She's been here for 20 years, I believe, and so she knows what she's doing um, and she's always there to help with questions. And um, Professor Ryan Colclasier, he uh, gives insight to things that I don't ever even get to think about and he gives me kind of a different perspective on things, kind of plays devil's advocate in a way, makes me think more. So I'm just really extremely grateful for the psychology department and then the art department in itself, amazing. I, if you've never taken an art class here, you should. Um, Janice Wunderlich is, she's like a mom to me. She's amazing. She just understands how to, (coughs) be a professor and how to aid in the art process and how that looks and and she's just funny and she's amazing and um, she's helped me learn many different techniques with art and she pushes me to do some things that I never thought I'd be able to do. after
0: she graduates from Monmouth this spring, Kendall says she plans to attend graduate school to study art therapy. She says her dream job would be to own her own business.
1: been looking at some grad schools that have a focus in, or um, a program, master's programs in um, art therapy, and I, I am excited to try to get into more art-based psychology courses because we don't have those here. Um, and I think it'd just be a great way to enhance and just further learn about what this therapy actually does for people. And the dream would be having my own studio where half of it is I can is an art studio for me. And then the other half is a, a counseling center so that I can help other people.
0: Cammy says she also plans to head to graduate school studying a topic she never considered before becoming a Monmouth student.
2: And I'm hoping to start um, grad school in the fall semester, and I'm looking to go into school psychology. Originally, I was just interested in psychology and went for it, and I've always wanted to work with um, children, so I thought maybe like a teacher route, but then I was introduced to school psychology, so I was able to do psychology and then also be in the classroom working with children. and combined the both.
0: That's psychology senior Cammy Graham of Plainfield, Illinois. You also heard from fellow psychology senior Mendel Burt of Freeport, Illinois. To learn more about Mammoth's outstanding psychology program, go to the academics homepage of the Mammoth College website, and that address is mammothcollege.edu/academics. You're listening of the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Office of Communications and Marketing at Monmouth College. Two new assistant coaches recently joined the Monmouth College Athletics Department. Joining us to tell us about them is the voice of Fighting Scots Athletics. That's Nathan Beliva. He's Monmouth Sports Information Director and he's the person who runs MonmouthScots.com. That's your official home on the World Wide Web for all things Fighting Scots related. Nathan, tell us who you are with. I'm with two
3: of our new assistant coaches who are very familiar to Monmouth fans. We've got Jake Starkey from baseball and Kenzie Baker from track and field who both joined us uh, actually last semester uh, at the end uh, and have gotten into their seasons now. Kenzie, we'll start with you because you guys have gotten a few meets underway and indoor track. Uh, What's it been like for you coming back to Monmouth? You just graduated last May, but coming back now as an assistant coach instead of as a student athlete.
4: Um, Yeah it's been really bittersweet and honestly never what I thought I'd already be back here Um, but I'm super excited to be here and be back um, with some of my teammates and be able to um, help coach them and um, help them you know be successful um, especially in their senior years and help develop those uh, younger freshmen into um, some good athletes this season.
3: How how has that transition gone from you know last year at this time you were teammates with some you were competing against some in the same <laughs> events uh you went to nationals with Jordan and and now you're coaching her uh I'm sure you're friends with quite a few and now you got to wear that coach hat instead yeah. of the instead of the friend hat what's that transition like
4: Um it's been a little you know just a little different and weird at first but I think um, just with me being here last season with them, uh, we kind of already built a level of respect for each other um, and our knowledge and what and what we know and what I know about track and field. Um, and honestly, so far, it's been just a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, I, I was pretty good friends um, with Jordan. And I think it would be super, super awesome uh, to go with her uh, not only one time, but a couple other times, too, to national. So I'm really looking forward to that.
3: And Jake, for you guys in baseball, you've gotten practice officially underway now. We're uh, under a month to getting some games in and, and getting to, to Florida. The seniors here you played with uh, back in, in 2019. So you're kind of in the same boat, transitioning to into, into coaching people that you know.
5: Yeah, I think um, I was had a little disconnect over the last couple of years being away in Tennessee and Virginia and kind of coming back. Um, and just having that transition and everything. But um, obviously, it's familiar faces around, um, different coaches, players. Um, obviously, Coach Paterni, sitting down and talking with him about the guys and everything. But um, I think that disconnect has helped a little bit. Um, obviously, still remain friends with those guys and, and talked to him over the last couple of years. But it's been a great, great transition. Um, practice has been great. Um, just good energy all around.
3: You coached elsewhere for a couple of years, and then came back, and and now we're coaching under a, a guy that you played for. So, what's the, what was the difference in, in going and coaching at other places, and and kind of learning, I guess, new systems and new ways to do it? Now you're back in in something that's more familiar.
5: Yeah, I think it's one of the biggest things as a, a younger coach and coming out of college, getting getting in front of different um, just audiences, different coaches, learning from different guys. Um, I think that was helpful for for me. Um, just to kind of learn a philosophy of what I what I believe in as a baseball coach, and always learning as a coach. Um, I coached with Adam Posey at EMU, and then with Tom Griffin at um, at Carson Newman University, and they're both super helpful in my process of of becoming who I am today. Obviously, and um, the last couple of years, just learning from those guys have been huge, and, and taking just things that they've taught uh, taught me and put it in my toolbox, and, and take it here to Monmouth
3: a big part of being an assistant coach here is the, uh, the recruiting. So let's, uh, let's go that way with, with both of you next. And obviously you both got recruited here, um, uh, by coaches that are now your bosses and, uh, now you're out there recruiting the, the next wave of student athletes. So Kenzie, what has that been like for you and in, in learning the recruiting process after going through it?
4: Um, yeah, it's been pretty good so far. Um, I, I enjoy connecting with, um, athletes that are in high school and looking for a college because obviously uh, just recently you know a few years ago I was also in that position um, and I feel like I know what they want to hear. I know what they are looking for um, and all around it's just been fun connecting with with young, young athletes and building relationships with them um, and just giving them you know kind of the knowledge and everything that we that we know here, um, with, with our program and, um, you know, trying to kind of get them to, um, really buy into the process and help them have a great experience here.
3: Have you gotten to walk back into Mercer County yet and, and just kind of walk around wearing the Monmouth gear and saying, Hey, you know, come follow me.
4: <laughs> yeah, I actually did. I, <laughs> I went to a high school basketball game for a little bit and I'm um, not going to lie. It was pretty, pretty weird. Cause I haven't been there actually for quite a while. Um, but yeah, it was nice to just walk in and um, get some support from the community and everything. So yeah, it's been really fun. <laughs>
3: and, and Jake, what about you? I know you guys have been, you know, recruiting hard right now and, and now getting ready for the high school season to start, which, you know, obviously at the same time as your season, which makes it challenging. But uh, there's been a, a lot of baseball players on campus lately.
5: Yeah, I think just um, been talking to Coach Paterney and trying to figure out what, what we need for next year. Um, obviously pretty open to, to any position at any time, but just kind of going around and um, whether it's online or uh, hopefully we can get to, to, some, some, to some spring games this year and go see some talent that way. But we've been trying to figure out what our kind of recruiting philosophy is, Um, trying to make a game plan for this spring, going and heading into the summer as well for the next class, Um, but trying to establish something that's um, a type of player we're looking for or um, just a good opportunity for someone to, to come in here and compete next year
3: things are a little different with you guys now because you're stuck inside with all this snow and, and cold weather as you start practice and and we still got you know a month before the first games but what are you, what are you guys doing uh, you know on your inside drills and and all that stuff to get ready for the season before hopefully the snow melts soon enough and, and you're able to get out there at, uh, at Glasgow and, and actually get some outside work in before heading to Florida
5: I think, like any other uh, Midwest team, you got to be pretty creative. Um, whether it's with infield play, outfield play, especially outfield play with that, um, not getting too many pot flies inside. But um, it's been it's been great. I think you know the last couple of days trying to get creative and obviously our hitting drills and everything. Um, the guys are really starting to buy into that, and we're trying to see some some progress in the, the next couple of days. and Then. Uh, this weekend, I believe we're going live, um, live pitchers and live at bats in the cage. So that will help them kind of see some more pitches, get some more reps and, and quality at bats that way. But really just trying to focus on the small things right now, um, drill to drill. And hopefully that transitions into our Florida trip here.
3: Kids, you guys have got a few meets under your belt so far. What have you what have you seen? What have you liked? And it, it's a long season when it goes indoor to outdoor. And I'm sure all the the uh, the young kids are are learning that and getting used to that. But what have you seen so far?
4: Um, yeah, our first few meets have been uh, pretty decent. Um, here in these next few meets, we're you know looking to see some improvements starting. Um, trying to see um, some adaptations happening with our training. So now our kids should be starting to um, improve in their events um, so far. All in all, it has been um, a pretty decent start.
3: Yeah, they finally get the host to meet on uh, on the 11th, which is great. Mm-hmm. Get get everybody out here to see that. And then you guys are home. Baseball, the home opener is March 19th. We should plug that because you'll go down to Florida and play a handful of games and then uh, – March 19th, let's hope all this snow is gone uh, before we, uh, we get that doubleheader, right?
5: Exactly. Yeah, I mean, just obviously trying to hopefully get that snow off the field. Um, hopefully we can get out to the field um, before our home opener. Sometimes we come back from Florida and, and not be able to get time, out. Right? We're, going, yeah. we're going back inside, but um, hopefully the snow's, snow's melting by the time we're gone um, and coming back to a, a field that we can be on and, and really get some practice and drills and, and live at-bats again on the field so we can see that as well.
3: Great. Well, Jake Starkey, Kenzie Baker, thanks for your time. Welcome back to Monmouth, and uh, look forward to watching your, uh, your success throughout the rest of the season.
5: Thank, Thank you so much. Appreciate it.
0: That's Monmouth Sports Information Director Nathan Beliva. He's the voice of Fighting Scots Athletics and oversees the home of all things Fighting Scots-related on the World Wide Web, monmouthscots.com. And that's going to be a 30 for this 19th edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast of the 2021-2022 school year. Tell us what you think about this podcast by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody. Have a nice day and stay healthy.